News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the greatest show on the greatest channel in North Alabama afternoons right now, Right Side Radio. I'm your host, Phil Williams. Glad to be with you. Oh, man, we're already moving through. We've been on for an hour and a half. This, this, this show has flown by, but, but it's, it's gotten up to the point that it's at one of my favorite segments right now. Um, you guys don't get to hear from her near enough, uh, but, but Copper does more than run the board uh, she provides input to the show in a variety of ways. And uh, so we have a regular segment. Copper, we still haven't gotten a sound effect for you, so we're going to have to work on that. All right. got to have something that says, you know, like, here's Copper. Cha-ching, cha-ching. I don't know what it's going to be. The sound of angels flying, something. <laughs> but right More now trumpets, without... trumpets, angels. Yeah, trumpets. Just trumpets heralding your arrival. But uh, for right now, uh, I'm, just, I'm just proud to go ahead and say, hey, folks, here's Copper's Corner. Take it away, Copper. Thank you. All right, well, of late we've been talking a lot about critical race theory and socialism and the education system. And even I find it incredibly frustrating trying to get younger generations, my own generation, to care about these problems. Not only were many raised on socialism, they were designed to be unaware of their own philosophy and ideas and how they were formed. It's like trying to get somebody who was born bow-legged to walk differently when they don't believe they're bow-legged or they think it's better to be that way. First, you have to convince them that there's something wrong, and then it will still take years of correction. But fortunately, I think there's a backdoor shortcut we can take. Millennials and Gen Z really know how broken the school system is. We felt it. Rates of anxiety, depression, and student suicide have skyrocketed in the past few decades. Even my 14-year-old sister has called me multiple times on the phone, sobbing, telling me she had another panic attack in school, collapsing dizzily in the hallway. She attends eight hours of school every day, works part-time at Chick-fil-A to save up for college, participates in extracurriculars like choir and volunteering at youth group, and tries to help out around the house and with our youngest sister because my parents are struggling with their health. So adding that up, how many hours does that fill? And how many hours are left for sleep? Many students go through the same schedule, burning themselves out. Then they make it to college finally, taught that it's the one-way ticket to the American dream, but then find themselves with no job and so much debt, the law won't even allow them to buy a house and start a family. So if I tried to explain the problems of critical race theory to my younger sister, on top of all of that daily stress, she'd probably stare at me kind of blankly. The education system, in my mind, is kind of like a massive hostile fortress. Critical race theory is the poison in the well at its center. We must cleanse it, or socialism will slowly destroy us all. But the cannons on the top of the wall are firing deafeningly. Our young new troops are choking on the smoke of depression and bleeding from debt. Why would they follow you to the poisoned well at the middle of the fort when you walk them by mistake into cannon fire? But I think my generation is the one that will tackle the problems in our education system. Millennials are ripe for recruitment. We just need to start by solving the problems younger generations see most clearly. Then they will start trusting and listening to you again. They'll start wondering, hmm, if the Democrats failed us in the big things, how many other quieter ways have they hurt us? What other lies have they told us? Now, Alabama's approach, like making a really heavy push for recruiting into trade school, I think is perfect. It teaches young people they don't have to go to college, that they won't be social rejects, and indeed that it's often a much better option. This is a capitalist, hardworking approach, and we need more solutions like this to combat the Democrats. Liberals are telling young people that college should be free, 
that their debt should be canceled because they know that millennials and younger generations are ripe for recruitment and many are eating it up. But many others know that wiping away the consequences of a bad system doesn't fix the original problems. We need a better system and Republicans have it. We cannot neglect the long-term socialist teachings that are poisoning the minds of youth, but to get them on our side now, we need to show them we care about the issues crushing them now and that we have the real solution. And that is Copper's Corner. Man, we need to, now we need to have like bells pealing across the countryside because uh, that was, good job, man. That was, that was great, Copper. That was good stuff. And I, I'm sitting here looking um, at some notes I was making because I am taking notes. Listen, paper. <laughs> but I am taking notes. Uh, and, and so, first of all, great visuals because uh, the bow-legged guy won't leave my mind right now. <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm picturing the guy who does not know he's bow-legged and everybody else knows he's bow-legged. Yeah. But, um, Right for recruitment. You know what? I totally agree. Um, in fact, we got a guest coming on tomorrow. I'm pretty excited about Clint Reed is going to be on tomorrow. He's the president of College Republican Federation of Alabama, which I happen to be on the board of. And, um, and I'm looking forward to hearing his take on that because mm-hmm. I think he's of the same mind uh, that um, your generation and, and those that are even a little bit younger than you, y'all are the ones that are going to wind up having to make some of the changes because apparently generations to include my own have not been able to get them done. Mm. Um, and, um, critical race theory or education or yeah, all of it. Good job, my friend copper. Good job. Absolutely. What are you gonna do next week? Do you know yet? Hmm. Not sure. I like to target rich environment. Target rich environment. Well, you're about to say something. I think I interrupted you. What were you about to say? Oh, oh, I just I enjoyed our discussion on abortion the other day, so that was in the back of my mind. But since that that is often younger people that make those decisions and are affected by those laws. So, well, uh, true enough, and um, and yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, you're, you're referencing the conversation we had with Eric Johnson yesterday, um, who who really unpacked the fact that right now we are poised to have uh, one of the most in- incredible cases before the Supreme Court of the United States that the pro-life movement has seen in decades. Yeah. Uh, and so that's going to be something to see. Well, um, listen, um, going back to our topic of the day, uh, you know, we're headed to the top of the hour. We're going to have the Grand Council, and I and I guarantee you that the Birmingham Southern thing is going to be in it. My my Twitter feed is blowing up. Um, so if you, if you want to follow me on Twitter, by the way, that's the only social media that I tend to use right now. I've got a Facebook page. I haven't been to it in forever. Um, I just kind of got tired of the cumbersome aspect of it. And I, anyway, all said and done, I'm still active on Twitter at, at sin, that's S E N at sin, Phil Williams. Um, and, uh, and right side radio is our website, www.rightsideradio.org. You can, you can see things like you can, you can, read copper's bio and find out why she's so smart you can uh you can see what books we recommend if i mention it on the show i tend to put it on there so you can see it there's pictures uh it's it kind of gives a philosophy of who we are as a show and you can also find edits from previous shows where you can go like a podcast and download uh, a segment because you know that that dynamic interview that was so good you want to hear it again well there it is it's on it's on rightsideradio.org go check it out also if you want to advertise on right side radio you hear me talking about my friends like i'm about to tell you here in a second about otter creek farm but if you if you want to advertise on right side radio love to have you got an email from a guy yesterday talked to him this morning he's like how do i advertise on your show well here's how and rightsideradio.org on the contact, you can find the phone number for my friend Bobby. Heads up our sales, and uh, we'd love to have you on the team. 
But hey, listen, speaking of which, let me just, I gotta, I gotta step back and, and, and do this thing that I love doing, which is promoting my friends uh, at Otter Creek Farm. Uh, they, they, they do an amazing job. At, at, at Frank and Jane Brown have owned that place from day one. Hundreds of beautiful manicured acres. Uh, literally, if you're, if you're into hunting, uh, wing shooting especially, uh, this is a beautiful location for it. They got the dogs, they got the guns, they got the guides, and they've also got, by the way, an incredible culinary staff that will treat you like kings and queens and fix you an amazing set of meals while you're there. OtterCreekFarmstead.com is... Is you got to check them out. Go to their go to their website, OtterCreekFarmstead.com, and find out why I keep talking about them. Because wow, there they are. Well, listen, um, more stuff happening, and in the in the realm of what's happening in political stuff for Alabama, uh, I noticed today that um, Congressman Mo Brooks, who of course is running for the uh, soon to be vacated uh, U.S. Senate seat with uh, the retirement pending of uh, uh, U.S. Senator Richard Shelby. But Congressman Mo Brooks came out today and he said, state, this is on Twitter, his Twitter feed says, states where mask mandates in school are banned are Arkansas, Arizona, Iowa, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas, Utah, and he is calling on Alabama to join those seven states. So there's one of our U.S. delegation that is saying, hey, mask mandates are actually banned in schools in seven states, and he's encouraging Alabama to ban them as well. Well, nice. Who, yeah, well, who, who's, the, who's the head of the state school board? Governor Ivey. Uh, she does have the authority to bring a resolution for consideration to the state school board. So if you don't want mask mandates in any of the school systems in Alabama, well, uh, that can happen. You don't have to wait for the legislative session. The school board can make a policy decision. It has the authority to do that. And Governor Ivey, running for re-election too, is... Uh, the person who could bring a resolution very easily. But I would also suggest that anybody could. Uh, Dr. Wayne Reynolds, who is the local uh, representative for this listening area to the uh, state school board, he could just as easily bring a resolution for consideration. And, and, and that's something that I think probably should be. You know, maybe at the very least they find some consistency. How about this? If you're going to put a mask, if, not we are, but if you're going to put a mask mandate in place, you will do it this way. Wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, right now, you've got just today, I said earlier, Baldwin County Schools has instituted a mask mandate from second grade up. And they said that on, as soon as Labor Day weekend has passed, they're going to review it and see whether it needs to remain in place. Well, I mean, I at least appreciate the fact that they didn't try to do it for two-year-olds like they did with the Huntsville City School System. And, and I certainly appreciate the fact that Carlos Matthews, who's the District 5 rep to the Huntsville City School Board, came on the show and was willing to talk about the vote he had taken. And, and, I, and I honor that, and I appreciate it. I disagree with the vote he took, but nonetheless, I honor the fact that he did come on and, and have that conversation with me because you got to be able to defend your vote. But anyway, on the show, I asked him flat out, what is your go, no-go criteria? Which in business or military parlance means you hit the spot where you have to decide are we going to or not going to do something? Is it a go or no go? Well, what's the go, no go for when the mask mandate comes off in the Huntsville City School System? And right now, we don't have any idea. Well, that's, that's not effective leadership. That is leaving people in a state of flux and limbo, and bad things happen when everybody's in a state of limbo. So what I'm saying is we've got to get some consistency uh, right now, Mo Brooks believes, in, in it, his opinion, Mo Brooks believes mask mandates ought to be banned in schools in general. 
Uh, I just made the suggestion that if you don't go that route, at the very least, state school board, how about providing some consistency in the application? Like, not for two-year-olds, all right? Uh, Baldwin County says not for kindergarten, pre-K, or first grade. Huntsville City School says la di dotty everybody, two years old and up. And then up at the U.S. Capitol, not a school, but up at the U.S. Capitol, half the building's on a mask mandate, and you can be arrested, but the other half's not. I mean, God Almighty, get your, get your stuff together. Well, we're going to move towards a break, y'all. We're heading towards the top of the hour. And when we get back at the top of the hour, we will have the Grand Council. We'll have to get that sound effect ready, Copper, because it's going to have to be good. Last time we had that little bee tootie horn that just kind of made us sound cheesy, but we'll, we'll see if we can come up with the horn that blows people out of their seat this time. Hey, listen, folks, News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, Right Side Radio. In the next hour, we're also going to open up the phones, find out how you feel about the things we've been talking about. What do you think about Birmingham Southern College? Literally making it harder for you to go to school there unless you will tell them your vaccination status, even though the law says they're not allowed to ask. Mm. Yep, here we go. All right, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> 